special presentation of the Benefit of the Doubt podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, Welcome to the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap, Delta Variant. Uh, I'm your host, Adam Dowd, and joining me as always is Cliff Thomas. Cliff, how are you doing today? I feel good. I feel rested. I am ready yeah. to do battle on another monthly recap. Good. Yeah, well, I, don't, I, I don't consider these a battle. I hope you don't consider these a battle. How about a rap battle? A rap battle? Oh yeah, okay. Like um, <laughs> James Corden and and uh, yeah. Anna Kendrick and yeah. Except without any talent and wait, right, don't lose our listeners. Right, completely devoid of talent. Unless we got CKID in here, then we could do that. But um, it's been a while. I should I should actually reach out to him and chat with him again. So it is July of 2021. I have relocated out into my sun porch. Because what the hell, I figure out if I'm going to be podcasting, I may as well do it in 90 degree weather, right? So um, I am out here and my family doesn't have to shut the heck up, which is always nice. Um, and I should probably clarify the, um, the, the joke at the top of the podcast. Um, I'm officially a statistic. I have COVID. So although Yay. actually, yeah, according to the Chicago... The Chicago version of the CDC, whatever they're called, I should be uh, I should be okay as of like tomorrow or the next day. So you definitely been... sound better than when you recorded earlier. Yeah, my uh, the podcast this weekend was really rough, and I, I'd like to apologize for that because my voice was not good this past weekend. But uh, hopefully now it's better. <laughs> What's funny is from the beginning of it, I, I thought you got progressively better. So I don't know if that was just the timeline of when you were recording, and um, it, it might have been. Um, I don't know. Yeah, to me, it was all kind of raspy and <laughs> crappy. So. Oh, it was. Mm. Varying degrees of raspiness. So yeah, yeah, varying varying degrees of crappy. But uh, you know, that's the uh, that's the standard that I set for the benefit of a doubt podcast. So I guess. Uh, I guess that's cool. So yeah, um, I, I I did a Twitter thread about this. You know, I can link it in the show notes if you haven't seen it. But um, you know, basically, I just uh, you know I am fully vaccinated, but I managed to pick up some variant of the of COVID nineteen. I don't know what it was. Might have been Delta. I think Gamma's actually been running rampant through Illinois. I don't even know what the difference between the two of them is. Um, all I know is that about a week ago, I had a really bad cold. And, um, you know, my voice has been kind of crappy since then. It's actually doing okay tonight, honestly. So I'll, I'll have to listen to this and post, you know, like when I'm editing the podcast, maybe I'll listen to this and be like, why did you say your voice sounds great? It sounds terrible. But, um, that's a different conversation. I don't know. You conversation. sound to me like you have the smooth baritone of a Southern gospel preacher. Ah, oh, well, well then, step on into my church and let's uh, let's praise the Lord together. You, you need a towel around your neck and a fan. Just <laughs> we got ourselves a podcast. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so uh, it's the uh, it's the Doubting Thomas monthly recap. I did not forget to record it this month, so that's always good. That's always a you know a plus. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we've, uh, we've had a month, um, and that's how we usually start with these things. Um, and the month started off on July the 4th, um, while I was out, you know, blowing things up in the field behind my house, even though I actually didn't do all that much this year. But, uh, uh, while everybody was out blowing everything up, uh, we talked about the, uh, Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Nano. And uh, the the X1 Nano is probably like the Lenovo equivalent, and I know Lenovo's going to love it that I'm going to say this, but l the Lenovo equivalent uh, equivalent of the LG Gram, which it, it basically it's a stupid light um, laptop that um, you know that that's you know fairly fairly powerful, you know, when it comes to 
you know, what it has going on the inside, but it weighs less than two pounds. And by less than two pounds, I mean 1.99 pounds. But still, that is technically less than two pounds. And yeah, I do have the uh, uh, the ThinkPad X1 uh, Nano here, and I'm going to do the, the traditional Michael Fisher flip. Because, you know, that's what he does with the LG Graham when, he, when he's playing with it. Oh, I can't believe it's playing. So um, he does it with much more panache than I do. But, I mean, this is a fully, you know, a fully functional laptop that's... And actually, I'm what I'm podcasting on right now is the, uh, I believe it's the Gen 9, ThinkPad X1 Gen 9 uh, Carbon. And I'll be reviewing mm. this in August. Um, and then... <laughs> Over here, I've got the Lenovo Yoga Gen 2. So um, Lenovo is not shy uh, when it comes to this podcast, and I kind of love that about them. Uh, But anyway, so the X1 Nano is, you know, it's really cool because it's, it's, you know, it's incredibly light. And I mean, like, I don't know what else I can say about it, but, you know, the whole idea behind the the laptop is that it is incredibly, uh, incredibly lightweight. And so I dig it. And honestly, if I needed a new laptop, this might be a solid contender just because, you know, you can toss this in a bag and, you know, go for a 30-mile bike ride with it and you won't even care. And I did that (laughs) because I could. So here's the question. You compared it to the LG Gram, which um, one of the knocks I've always heard about uh, the LG Gram at, you know, because they go from, I think... 13 or 14 inches all the way up to 17 inches as far as the screen size but yeah i think the lg sacrifice that you get is like chassis and deck flex and i was wondering if you had that same experience with the lenovo my guess would be less so yeah i mean um and in terms of deck uh, deck flex i mean there's not a lot going on let me just see if i can hold this up here i mean this is you know it's not really all that bendy and so I was actually kind of surprised by that. And it's got the, um, um, you know, it, it passes the one finger opening, opening test. Close. Yeah. Uh, no, nice. no, not quite. It's, it's not balancing <laughs> properly. Oh, there we go. There we go. So if I move my hand back farther on the chassis, then. So if I you know, just use one finger, it can. That's quite yeah. an accomplishment, too, when you consider how lightweight that is. Like, they, they really oh, have yeah. to use it in order and, and, and engineer it. You know, in order to, to make it work like that. Otherwise, yeah, the whole definitely. thing will just tip up and down, right? Exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, the deck is is heavy enough that it you know it's it supports obviously most of the weight. The battery life is is really good. I was getting about nine hours on it, mm-hmm. um, and that's similar to what I'm getting with this Gen Nine um, um, ThinkPad, which, you know, again, we'll talk about end of August. I've got that slated, so we'll probably talk about it a little bit next month. Um, but, uh, now, one thing that is missing from the, from the Nano, which is not ignorable <laughs> from a, from a podcaster standpoint is I am showing you the sum total of the IO on this laptop right now. You've got two USB-C ports, one of which, I mean, you could actually charge through either of either of them, um, but you're going to lose one of them when you're charging. There's also a headphone jack um, in the back there, but that's it. So like the, uh, the, the Gen 9 um, laptop that I'm using right now, you know, it has the two USB-C ports. It's got an HDMI out. It's got USB-A on both sides and a headphone jack over on the side here. And I think that's about it. So, like, when it comes to using this laptop, I don't need to have a, you know, hashtag dongle life. Um, I, was, I was about to say with the nanny, you live in that dongle life, yo. Yep, yep, living that dongle life. Which actually, like, you know, and that that was one of the reasons why, if I remember correctly, the, the tech yeah... Um, for that episode was the dongle that um, that I was that I used for this laptop. It was a Who Two dongle that I picked mm. up that I wrote about. I actually wrote about it for LifeWire, and then when I like saw everything that I could do, I'm like, oh, I should probably get one of those. How convenient! So, yeah, but uh, but yeah, like overall, you know, when it comes to like a mobile mobile computing machine, this is not bad. And like, 
I've run into some performance issues on this Gen 9. Um, we were actually talking about it a little bit off the air. Like, the laptop seemed to not like recording audio and, like, streaming at the same time. And, like, even when I'm editing podcasts on the on this Gen 9, um, um, you know, there's a little bit of a delay, you know, like, when you're moving, when, when the, uh, what's it called? The, the line that moves across. You know, to show your positioning right. thing. Well, I, I can't remember the t- name for it, but whatever. Wait you know what me. I'm talking about. Um, yeah, like, it's a little bit behind, like, where in the waveform the actual words are. So, like, I'm used to that. Like, I know kind of, like, what my words look like these, these days. Um, so I can definitely work around it. But, um, but like, these, this laptop and the Nano both have the same processor, same RAM, um, so I was just kind of, there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect there. So I might need to revisit this laptop just to make sure that like, I'm not talking out of my butt when I'm <laughs> talking about like the power that's That that's is available. odd because you would think that there would be, I mean, if, if anything, like a thermal issues or anything, it would be with a nano. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, I'm kind of wondering if, I mean, like there, some of the components are obviously moved around a little bit. You know, the speakers are on the side of this as opposed to the top of the uh, of the deck on here. And, you know, so there's obviously, you know, components that are moved around. So maybe, yeah, maybe it is a thermal issue. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to have to futz with it, and that's why I don't review laptops. I'd, I'd also just like <laughs> the old software updates and see if there's any... Yeah, specifically yeah. like driver stuff that gets updated and that I mean I doubt that would make a difference but you just you never know. You never know. You yeah. never know. But I mean like overall as far as like lightweight laptops are concerned I'm very happy with the um with the with the Nano. So hopefully uh it can stick around for a while and we can have more fun with it later. But um but yeah, I mean, I, there's really not much more to say about it. It's a, it's a small laptop that you can, you know, do most of your stuff on it. The only thing I didn't do with this, and I regret that, is I never really tried to do any video editing with it. So I do plan to do some video editing on it. Well, for as often as I post to the YouTube channel, you can tell how often I do video editing. <laughs> And by the way, I'm sorry about that. Um, but anyway, no, I'm planning on doing some video editing on this laptop um, probably later this week. So I might have a better uh, baseline as far as that's concerned. But uh, I'm still trying to get over the uh, the COVID thing a little bit. So I'm getting a little little more tired at night than I used to. <laughs> so um, so like, I haven't I'm been... And I don't, to my knowledge, have that. So... Yeah. Kudos to you for not getting tired at night. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm like a I'm pushing through kind of guy these days. I'm pushing through. Oh, I'm still a midnight guy, but yeah. So anyway, my, I, you know, as an aside, my wife also is is tested positive for COVID, and she is not handling it nearly as well as I did. So mm-hmm. like, it's still, it's still hurting her in a lot of ways. So I've been spending a lot of time, you know, taking care of that stuff. So. But um, all right, let's you know what let's move on though because Cliff, you and I had the opportunity to sit down and chat about a couple of TCL phones. We did. So, are you still uh, occasionally rocking the uh, the, the TCL twenty S? Yeah, I haven't used it in about a week, but yes, I've been swapping back and forth between it and some other devices. Still, Very a, cool. uh, a joy to use uh, for. Um, a phone that's in the range uh, that it falls. Um, I, I feel like the more that I've used it, the more I've come to appreciate it. Kind of in the same way I did with the the 10L. It's just when you know when you swap between Android phones. You know, Android is Android, but you know it's it's just like getting a burger at a bunch of different places. They mm-hmm. they may be burgers, but they all taste a little to a lot different depending on. The place yeah. and what you get on it. So yeah, I, I really like more than anything. I, I just think TCL has some, and I think we discussed this. Just I like TCL's uh, flavor of Android. I, I like the what I what I consider to be thoughtful touches and mm-hmm. uh, niceties that they add to it. A lot of um some things about the UI, even though it's a little closer to stock Android, that kind of remind me of One UI from Samsung, which I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised for a manufacturer to ape 
the most yeah. successful uh, uh, flavor of Android out there um, mm-hmm. from, from release for uh, North America. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the cameras are decent. The battery life's really good. The performance is, is not bad. And uh, yeah, the battery life is ridiculous. I don't know if you've had the same experience with the uh, SE. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, both of the phones have a 5,000 milliamp hour battery in there. So, I mean, like, yeah, they're not messing around when it comes to that. Um, you know, especially, you know, I was looking to see the 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 SE was somewhere around my table here, and I can't find it right now because, of course, I can't. Um, but um, but the one that is, you know, within reach is the uh, the TCL 20. Um, pro and no, oh, I thought you were sending that back. <laughs> I decided not to. We'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. So Cliff was holding to. up the that was the Realme G, five Realme GT five G, GT five G. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, Cliff Cliff bought one and you know he asked I asked him if he wanted to do a review on it. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna set it back. I'm like, oh, okay. So because <laughs> that's that's how Cliff cliffs. Um, but, uh, but hey, maybe we'll get a review out of it, um, after all. Maybe I'll send it to you. Oh, you could, you could. Um, anyway, so, uh, getting back to the, um, getting back to the TCLs. Yeah, I, I didn't have any battery life issues with the, uh, with the SE. I do have some battery concerns when it comes to the 20 Pro. Hmm. Um, smaller battery, 4,000 milliamp hour. I'm sorry? I said, right, yeah, it's got a oh, yeah. 4,000 yeah. instead of 5. So, um, yeah, and, and um, you know, when it comes to, um, I, you know, then the good news is is that you can you can do some gaming on this phone. I can do some, you know, Call of Duty and stuff like that. The bad news is that sucks the battery so dry, <laughs> so fast. Um, and, you know, it, it's almost a little... Um, it's almost a little goofy, but yeah. As far as the battery on the SE was concerned, um, never had any problems with uh, with making it through a day. But that's also because I did n- never did any gaming on it. So, um, oh, you know what? And you probably wouldn't want to. At least that's funny. Beyond like really lightweight stuff. So a little uh, little inside baseball, folks. When I'm um, recording a podcast, I usually take the phones that I'm using and I shove them under a pillow next to me so that if they go off. It's very muted. I actually had the SE on my table, and I mistook it for the twenty for the twenty Pro, and shoved it under a pillow. And then, like while I was sitting here talking about the twenty Pro, I'm thinking, "What did I just put under the pillow?" <laughs> so it turned out it was the SE. So anyway, so I do have the phone here with me, um, and uh, actually, I'm going to be doing a review for this phone. A full review for this phone for uh, tech advisors, I think. So um, having some conversations with them. So uh, and this 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 was brought up. So um, haven't heard back like definitively. Like you know, yes, definitely go do it. But um, if so, we will uh, we will link that in the show notes, and you can see my full impressions of the uh, of the phone. So, and actually, you know, I might be doing more reviewing for tech advisors in the future, so we'll just have to see how that news. goes. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Like I'm it's funny cuz like I already don't have any extra time. So, <laughs> what the hell? Let's work for somebody else, right? right. Um because four jobs just isn't enough. Uh but uh but anyway, yeah. So, um so when you're using the the S, because you're flipping back and forth between a, a few different phones, so right. what are you what do you like about the phone? Like, why? Do, what do you look forward to using this phone for? And what are some of the things that you don't look forward to for using the S? Like when you're switching to it. So, yeah, I have to think about that because. Um... I've I've been back and forth most recently, uh, but mostly between the um, the S, uh, a little bit of the Realme uh, GT, and the Pixel for a 5G um, because of the betas that have been released. Ah, okay. Um, right. I think that there's something about being a, so I I don't know I'm I'm really weird in 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 this respect in that number one I really like um, underdogs. 
right? As far yeah. as, I mean, that's, there's a reason I used WebOS. There's a reason that I used uh, <laughs> Windows Phone. Windows Phone, that kind of thing. And and so it, in that same way, I like I like things that are no, minim, minimalist is the wrong word for a phone, right? But unless mm-hmm. you're talking about there's some phones out there that you can consider minimalist, like the the Palm phone that was released a few years ago. Right. But but I like the the simplicity of um, less expensive phones, or, or and and specifically phones that punch above that punch up, that punch above their weight. And I think okay. Um, and I you know, I like cars like that. It's just sort of a taste of mine. And so I I like using a phone that is relatively simple. That um, you know it, it doesn't have the expectations of having a great camera, you know, the things that you're sort of looking uh, through in a flagship. But at the same time, it's a phone that I could probably, if I wasn't a smartphone enthusiast and just wanted the, you know, the, the Lamborghini, so to speak, I could use it happily every day. And okay. so, so when you're talking about phones within that level, you know, the, the less expensive phones, I think number one, TCL's display is just awesome. Right. So yeah, I think you're absolutely. getting a, a higher end experience. I, I really feel like you're getting a 400 or $500 display experience in a $250, you know, or unless you're talking about like an AMOLED, but I mean, you know, the, anyway, it's a great display. Um, the speakers are actually surprisingly good. Um, okay. I'm, you know, they, they get really loud and like you'd expect in a phone of this cost. I mean, they do when you get towards the higher end of that volume, they do start to, um, Distort. That's just distort, but they just feel a little tenny and, and, and yeah, so it's it's but the fact oh, that I, I could actually saying, like, yeah. you know, lay in bed and, and watch Netflix on this with the great display and mm-hmm. uh and the good speakers, it's it's a it's a good experience for your everyday kind of stuff. And then obviously like I was mentioning the um the long battery life. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a simple phone that does what it I think what most people would want it to do well. So yeah, it's it's kind of like it's almost like um I don't want to say pressure relief, but when you kind of, it's kind of like stepping into a comfortable pair of, uh, of, of shorts and shoes and you're just kind of hanging around the house. It's that kind of phone. <laughs> That's a really, at first it's constricting, but soon it becomes a part of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, one thing, uh, you know, one thing I should mention is along with the TCL 20, um, pro, I've also been using the TCL S Move, uh, the oh. Move Audio S six hundreds. So it did not come. Good. It it did well. So they didn't come in my reviewers kit like they did for some folks. But they but TCL followed up with me later and said, you know, hey, by the way, did you want to try these out? And I have been um, for about a week now. And one thing that I wanted to talk about just very briefly is. Uh, well, you know, obviously, in order to use these head- headphones, I paired them up with the TCL, um, you know, twenty Pro five G, and when I was busting out the TCL twenty SE, um, they actually like because you know one of the one of the cool things about using like AirPods with an iPhone or Galaxy Buds with a Samsung That's what phone. I was wondering, are they like? Is, oh, I have found TCL headphones when you use. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it says, you know, something like saved on other device or saved on TCL 20 Pro or something like that. So, like, it it was able to, it was able to, like, connect up to these without, like, with minimal effort. So, you're signed into, like, your TCL account, and so it has that information in there, and it went, oh. I don't know that I have a TCL account. I think it's just, you know, just they work. They they just work. Um, okay. I think that's yeah. And so like these feature something which I need to get more information from TCL about them. But um, they feature something which I've never heard of before, which might be a thing. But something like called like Google Quick Pairing or Google Easy Pairing oh. or something like that. So it's it's so the like, same stuff that's in the. Uh, it's the same thing that uh, the Pixel Buds have. Oh, possibly, possibly. Yes. I've never had the chance to use the Pixel Buds, so that's um, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but um, and 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 it, it works very seamlessly with TCL. And you know what? I should try. I should try to pair these up with the um, the Pixel Three A that I have. 
Yeah, just to see like Mm -hmm. if there's some uh, if there's some interaction there. But like you know, once again, once again, it goes back to you know what we've talked about a few times on this and other podcasts is that platform lock-in. Like you know, you get a TCL phone, now you've got some TCL earbuds, and you know we talked about the screen sharing thing that um, TCL is is looking to promote, which I think right now only works with the Plex. But um, I think they were talking about it coming to um, at least a TCL 20 Pro, that thing where you can, like, cast your screen to a TCL TV, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it comes back to that whole, you know, platform. You know, A, it's a platform lock-in, but it also, B, it's like a healthy ecosystem mm-hmm. of, like, you know, TCL hardware. So I haven't done a really in-depth look at um, at the, the TCL 20 Pro's camera yet like I've taken some sample photos but I haven't done like the the necessary battery of tests that I normally do so um, I'll be interested to see like if if the camera comes out to be very good then you know this could be a really solid recommendation like if you don't want to go into the galaxy ecosystem and would rather stick with like a TCL ecosystem that might be legit i mean cuz and these he- these earbuds sound good too the the noise cancellation is very good um they've got you know the transparency mode where you can hold touch and hold them for like 3 seconds and you know they'll they'll let everything through um, battery life seems to be pretty good. I haven't had a chance to like test these for a full day yet, but, um, they easily got through a work day yesterday, um, which was good, you know, playing music pretty much all day and whatnot. So, um, you know, I'll be doing a review of these as well. Um, not with the TCL 20 that these will be a little bit farther down the line, but, um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. But these are these are legit. I'm I'm digging these. Like it maybe even more than the the noise cancellation on the buds on the Samsung Buds Pro is better, but not much better. Especially not for I think I think the uh TCL ones uh, retail for what, about a hundred bucks? Yeah, they're hundred bucks and the Buds Pro uh, the the Samsung Buds Pro are like two hundred bucks. I was so say they're over two hundred dollars. Um yeah. so actually yeah, I've I've just really quickly i bought my wife this was for her birthday last year so she's had these for a while now but um yeah tcl makes pretty good headphones especially if you're on a budget uh, i got her noise canceling or circle moral or over the ear head uh headphones and wow it's just i would just i wanted to know what the actual like product name was when i was talking about these uh the mm. exact ones that i got her are so they're the elite uh 400 and these are from uh, TCL? Yes. So okay. TCL. noise cancellation and yep. all that? And noise canceling. Uh, high nice. res, which is ridiculous. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, right. But, uh, and I believe they actually do have some, like, um, like the between the, the, the multiple microphones, they do some, like, background noise cancellation, too, for, your, like, your phone calls and things like that. Oh, okay. But I, I think when I got them from my wife, I got them from Best Buy, and they were on sale for $60, but... I just did oh, wow. when you search for them on Google and then it shows you the shopping. Walmart has these for forty dollars right now. Really? Holy cow! Because I think hmm. these retailed for about a hundred when they first came out. So who knows? Maybe they're getting ready to replace them or something. But just the fact that you can get pretty good sounding over the ear headphones with noise canceling and all that for active noise cancellation and everything for nice um, for forty bucks is kind of crazy. Anyway, and I, uh, in a in a related note, I I uh, exchanged a couple of emails with Anchor um, hmm. recently, so we might be looking at some Soundcore stuff too. So we'll nice. uh, we'll have to see. Anchor, had, I, I you know I forget like how many pies Anchor has their fingers stuck into because it's like they're just all over the map. Um, and and it's funny because like you know I'm doing a bunch of writing for LifeWire and. Um, I don't have, like, a specific set of, like, expertise, like, oh, is that one of us, is that Soundcore earbuds? That's their high, that's their high-end uh, Soundcore. Nice. Really good, by the way. And, and the fact um, that, I like that with Soundcore stuff, you get, um, you know, for uh, some of the stuff that you would get with a high-end uh, uh, pair, like uh, a dedicated app that has profiles and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of nice. Mm. At least for mm. the, the true wireless ones that I have. So anyway, I'm sorry. 
Oh, no. Uh, but anyway, so the reason I thought to, like, reach out to them, you know, I'd worked with them in the past. Um, you know, we did a couple of tech yaz with, like, some of the charging tech. Mm-hmm. I think they had a charging pad and a couple of other things. But the reason I thought to reach out to them was, like, I was working on, you know, some uh, best headphones uh, things and Soundcore came up. And then I was working on something else and there was another thing by Anchor. And I'm like, wait, like, why am I, why am I, why I keep writing about Anchor and, like, um, you know, like for all these, like, different things. And I completely forgot that they had the Eufy sub brand for, mm-hmm. like, smart home stuff. And it's just like, man, it's like they're just so all over the place. And, like, it's all budget stuff, which is great. You know, you know, anchors kind of makes their makes their bones in doing like budget stuff. This podcast not brought to you They're by also anchor. like last company standing on Amazon right now. <laughs> of those, are they? Didn't they get pulled for a while? Or am I am no, I that misremembering that? Oh, is, is that Oki? Okay, and Oki's back on Amazon now with with their key something headphones. I don't know if they're all the way back on, but yeah, it was them and, and MPOW and, and some other brands. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the third brand. I remember Dowkey and, and, and MPOW, but uh, actually it's funny because uh, in, their, in our chat over at uh, Android Central, um, one of the editors there, Era, was saying that Aoki was like flat out giving away batteries today. They had like um, like a twenty thousand ba- twenty thousand million hour battery pack for like normally fifty bucks, but with like uh, some code, it like went down to like twenty bucks or something like that. So um, and it, it's kind of cool because it's, uh, maybe I'll do a tech yeah on it, but it's twenty thousand million power battery pack with Qi charging oh, that actually so has nice. a built-in. It has a built-in kickstand and a built-in like little thing that flips down, so you can set your phone in landscape and watch something while the phone charges. Nice. So like I gra- I actually picked one of those up and then I grabbed another like plug. That they were, mm-hmm. that they had like a like a, a twenty watt charging plug for like twelve bucks, just so like I didn't have to pay for shipping. Uh, the <laughs> so. CCL uh, twenty Pro five G. I'm trying to remember. Does it have Qi wireless charging? It does. It I does. It did, and actually, because yeah. um, that was uh, one of no, the things little... that I really missed out or I really wanted on the ten Pro because it had just about everything else. So I will I will talk about this on my review, but on the back of the 20 Pro, you see I've got this circle fake thing here. MagSafe. It's it's fake MagSafe. This is actually comes from Mophie, oh. and um, this is like an adapter ring that allows you to basically turn your phone into a MagSafe compatible um, wireless charger. And uh, Mophie sent over a. Uh... Stop making your camera move around. <laughs> Um, Mofi sent over, um, a, uh, a phone holder for your car that, you know, that uses MagSafe so you can like stick it into your car. So I stuck this on the back of the TCL phone, um, just because I could. Mm-hmm. And, um, but one thing that I've noticed about the wireless charging is for some reason, when this tops off at a hundred percent, wireless charging just stops. Like, so what I'll do is I'll set this down on a wireless charger at night and when I wake up, it'll be at like ninety six percent or something yeah. like that. A lot of a lot of phones. These I don't days like have that. that. Like smart. <laughs> well, I think it's it's they go into that night mode or that. It's different depending on what I guess with cheat charging, but yeah. they they go into that mode where it just they it lets it go down in 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 power a little bit, then it starts again just to keep your battery from sitting there and pulling it the whole time and getting hot. I think that's the idea anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so yeah. Um, anyway, so, so I've been testing out this, um, this Mophie, uh, ring charger ring rings. It's called their snap plus hmm. accessory line. Um, and actually the last podcast, uh, was the first of those accessories, um, was the tech. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a battery pack that snaps on to the welcome to tech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um anyway um yeah so now that we've spent like so much time talking about like everything other than tcl uh we've been kind of all over the map and that's fine um but we should probably move on to rise gardens now did you have a chance to listen to the uh to the full interview with uh, rise gardens okay so like 
And I mentioned this when I did the interview. I, I, meant, I mentioned, you know, obviously to you in our in our private chat. Um, but uh, the CEO of Rise Garden, um, Rise Gardens, his name is Hank Adams, and he um, used to be the CEO of Sport Vision, which is the company that invented the magic yellow line that goes across football fields. Oh. Huh. Um, and like, they were the ones that like figured out how to do it. And I guess, uh, was it, is it John Madden? John Madden is the, mm-hmm. is the broadcaster, right? So yes. I guess he was like one of the, he, um, um, Hank was telling us that he was kind of like one of the fathers of it because he would do all the telestration on the, on the field. Right. And he would say like, oh, right I can't that. see the line. I don't know where the line is. So like, and that's. <laughs> That was like one of the uh, that was like one of the things that got them working on this this magic yellow line that you see in football. Um, For those of you who are listening to this as an audio uh, form or format, we were both just like drawing just, on the on the screen like we were John Madden. Screen, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, yeah, so they, that was one of the reasons that they invented this this yellow line, and and Hank Adams describes it as the best cocktail party job you will ever have, because like yeah, you could have a conversation, and we talked for uh, probably about fifteen of the forty minutes that we talked was about um, you know like sports vision and. Um, because they didn't do just do that, they also did like you know the imaginary strike zone in baseball, and if you watch auto racing, you know how they have the graphics that like show you know they have the like, all the statistics of a driver and it points down to the car yes. as it's driving along. So they did that too. Um, but anyway, and then he left that so that he could build hydroponic gardens. Um, so which is it's a choice, um, you know it's. And it's funny because he was saying, like, you know, his kids were giving him a lot of crap because, like, he used to be, like, the sports vision guy and now he's, like, a garden guy. But then, you know, during the interview, he was telling me, like, when his friends, when his when his kids uh, bring their friends over, like, one of the first things they'll do is take them over to the garden and show them, like, here, here's what we do and we can, huh. you know. And uh, so I, re- I tested out a, a Rise Garden for Digital Trends. And that was like when we first uh, that when we first came into contact with them, but um, you know one of the things that that kind of stuck with me during the interview was the reason that Hank uh, that Hank Adams wanted to build this rise garden was not necessarily because he's he, you know he's a gardener although he is but like he he talked a lot about how like the food system in like not only just America, but like around the world is kind of broken because, you know, you end up, you know, having, you know, produce shipped in from all over the place only to come sit in a, stop moving your camera around. Uh, You have all this produce shipped in just to like sit in baskets in a grocery store, hoping that someone comes and alongs and buys it. And if it, if nobody does, then you you have a, a, end up getting a lot of food waste. Right. And so one of the ways that you can address this is by growing your own food. But in places like Chicago, you can only do that three, four months out of the year, maybe. Um, you know, whereas with uh, with an indoor hydroponic garden, you can grow your own food like year round. And shoot, I mean, like. You know, my wife still buys tomatoes because we don't have a full-size tomato plant in the rice garden, but we have like, like baby tomatoes. What are those called? Like the little tomatoes, like the cherry tomatoes. tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. That's it. Um, you know, we have those growing, but you know, you need about three hundred of those to make salsa. So, um, um, anyway, so that was uh, that was one of the cool things that we liked about the rice garden was it allowed us to basically just stop going to the grocery store. <laughs> You know, for for produce. Yeah, especially in Chicago. That's got to be a boon to basically do that all year round. Mm -hmm. And and Hank Adams is based in Skokie, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. So, um, you know, he's kind of a local boy, although he said he was originally from Colorado. But but anyway, so, but he lives here now, too. That's why I got into hydroponics. (laughs) Possibly, possibly. Um, And yeah, you could do that if you wanted to. Um, (laughs) But... uh, the interview was not conducted on 420, but it was in April. But yeah, so that was a that was a fun interview, and it was a fun conversation. And I didn't even know about the sport vision thing 
mm-hmm. until um, like I saw that he had been CEO of Sport Vision, but I didn't know what Sport Vision was until like his uh, PR person like sent over his bio, and oh. I was like reading that over. I'm like. Oh, that? Oh, cool. So I'm like, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. <laughs> There's no way we're not talking about that. You've definitely um, had some interesting executive interviews. I've tried, yeah. Yeah, and um, next week, I think this this coming week. So this is actually one of the rare Doubting Thomases where we're actually recording after all the episodes have already aired, um, so because this coming Sunday is on is on April first and yeah. August first, not April, and so this sun this Sunday we're going to be doing an interview with uh, the CEO of Helm Audio, yeah. and um, that was a that was an interesting conversation too. So um, he was a military man and uh, hmm. has a special place in his heart for first responders. So there's a little. Spoiler for anybody who listens to this before that episode. Um, but anyway, and then like uh, the last thing that we talk. Oh, should we do? Yeah, 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 yeah. We should do that. Our pod, our our, our Patreon uh, patrons for five dollars or more. We have Zachary Palmer. We have Clifton Thomas. We have Josh Stone. We have Michael Kepper. We have Neil Wilson. We have Scott Brady. And we have Mike Hahn, and that is uh, that's all of you. So, thank you very much to all of you for being awesome patrons and for you know jumping in on the Discord and chatting about some stuff. And it's uh, it's it's a good you know it's been a while since we've had a new patron, so we're gonna have to fix that. So yeah, I, I will say I'm gonna try to be a little more at least to attempt to be a little more active on Discord as well because I I really. I'm trying to do a little bit of a, of a, not a social media cleanse, but just stay off of it a little bit um, as more or more than I was. And so I think that oppor- that'll actually op- open up the opportunity for me to spend a little more yeah, time. Yeah, there you go. Discord. There you go. We've had some good conversations there <laughs> of late. So, so yeah, noticed, could, yeah. Uh, so it helps when you guys post more yeah. too, obviously to, to generate some conversation. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So um, anyway, so now we're coming up to the last uh, the last episode that we had this week. And we had the cat phone, the cat S62 rugged smartphone, which was it was an opportunity for me to look and see what the rugged smartphone industry is doing these days, because, you know, there's a few of them out there. Um, it's not just cat phones. There's also, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but doji or doogie or, um, doogie, I think is actually, believe it or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Doogie, um, or there's a lot of Chinese. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, but anyway, so this is, and actually no, Nokia just introduced, uh, one actually, Oh, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll have to report on it this this coming weekend. But um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, we had the Catphone S sixty two, and I wanted to do more with this phone um, because it is a rugged phone. And um, you know, I mentioned this during the review. There were a few tests that I didn't have a chance to do. Um, because, uh, the primary person that I would have done these tests with, um, had an accident and hasn't been able to go to, you know, amusement parks or the beach or, uh, whatnot. So, um, but like, I still think I managed to, I managed to do some, some fun stuff with the phone. Um, no fish tank this time around. Um, but, uh, it did take a macaroni and cheese bath. And um, I was able to scrub it with a uh, with a uh, sponge and with a uh, with dish soap. Um, it spent some time in my freezer. It um, it spent some time um, under sprinklers and uh, just generally getting tossed about. Um, dropped. You said you you threw it as as my wimpy arm would throw it. it. (laughs) So um, (laughs) when I do the video for that, which is actually probably the video I'm going to be working on this week, um, I you'll see you know some of the stuff that I did because I did you know video um, video some uh, stuff, and I'm going to include the torture test along with the the camera um, the camera testing. Now um, the camera, speaking of which, is. Yeah, you know, not that good. Um, 
because it's, you know, it's just not that good. It's a rugged phone, so... Well, it's it's like you said, it's really a, a, a inexpensive phone wrapped in a, a lot of protection that kind of puts it in that mid-range right. price category. But it's a $250 phone wrapped in a $500 wrapper, basically. Um, and I mean, right. it is, right. it is rugged, it is tough, and it's not a terrible phone to use. Like just in general, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it, it's, what's the word that I'm, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like in the past, and I don't know, you know, I knew what I was saying, but I didn't know that they would necessarily come off in translation. But, um, you know, I said in the past, the rugged smartphones that I had tested were just about as much garbage as the garbage that they were designed to resist. So, like, um, which is basically just a way of saying that they were not good phones. Like, they were, you know, mid-range pieces of bleep. And so, like, this phone was actually, you know, very usable. Like, it, it was able, I was able to do most of, most of the stuff that I would do on a normal phone, except for, like, gaming or video editing or anything like that. Like, you know, obviously it, it didn't have the horsepower for that, but, um, you know, it could stand up to just about anything that I could throw at it. And, you know, I really wanted to ride several roller coasters with this thing in my back pocket. Um, but, um, I wasn't able to, uh, wasn't able to get there and I did, you know, want to go to the beach, but again, couldn't, couldn't make it because of, uh, unforeseen circumstances, but all the same, I think I was able to put this phone pretty well through its paces. Yeah. So here's a question then. Um, cause I've heard, something said to the effect of what I'm going to ask you as far as um hey first of all a lot of especially the the more expensive rugged phones have some stuff that's that's more specialized especially if it's on um, a carrier branded one like push to talk or if it has a, a FLIR uh, Im- infrared imaging camera built into it some uh, some of them actually have like a, a la- like a laser level built into them you know they just uh, you know some things that you you can't normally get on 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 a regular smartphone without an accessory of some kind. Um, so, with that said, I, I, I saw somebody uh, who is in the industry say something to the effect of, "Don't buy a rugged smartphone; just buy the smartphone you want, and then buy a case." Yeah, that's rugged. So, how do you how do you feel about that assessment versus that's a fair what that's a used? fair way to put it. Um, that being said, I think a case only goes so far. And, um, you know, I think that if you're going to take a Samsung Galaxy S21 and toss it into like an OtterBox, you're probably going to get a fair amount of protection there, but I don't know that you're necessarily, I don't know that you're necessarily going to get, you know, especially like the shock absorption that you would get. Um, and right. you know, the, the, an OtterBox is not going to stand up to a chemical bath. And, but this phone is actually designed to do that. Like there's four different types of chemicals that this phone can stand up to. And I don't remember like, the class one non-incendiary or yeah like it's and you know obviously i'm not going to test that because that would melt my feet off but um but like this phone is actually designed to stand up to that you know i don't think you can stick an otter box into like a bleach bath and expect it to come out um i you know you definitely get the shock absorption aspect of it but um i don't think that you're going to get quite the same level of hazard proofing that um, that a rugged phone will give you. Right. If I were working with my father still on, you know, on a contractor, you know, construction site, I would probably rather have this phone than a different phone in an otter box. Especially if like that was your work phone, right? Then you maybe had Something I would almost certainly swap out the sim on the weekends. <laughs> so, and, you know, probably right, have, right. Uh, you know, probably have an iPhone or a, a Samsung Galaxy S21, like, at home as, like, a Wi-Fi phone until I, you know, until I go out at night or something like that. You know, I would almost certainly right. do that. But this would be the phone, this would be a phone that I could very easily carry and... um 
and, 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 you know, onto a job site and have full confidence that when I go home at the end of a day, it's going to be just fine. I don't know that about an OtterBox necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, OtterBoxes are tough, don't get me wrong, yeah, but... I think the only one that I've seen that even comes close to what you were talking about is in terms of, like, the mil-spec durability and, and the resistance would be, like, one of those old-school life-proof life-proof cases that literally right. like, all the ports are sealed it has the the uh protection on the front which i mean otterbox makes but life proof kind of takes it that one step further but then at the same time you might as well buy just buy an integrated phone like what the one that you've tested because you've lost all the aesthetic goodness and the only thing yeah. you probably have left is yeah and you know especially better. in the in a case like this like i you actually took you you took your question in a direction that i didn't think you were going to um because this phone actually doesn't come with the floor camera or with the laser level or anything like that which right. i was a little disappointed about honestly you know i would have loved to have been able to test like a you know a heat sensing um camera or or what do they call Fleur is what they call that. Um, Fleur is actually a a brand, um, but a lot, I think they've actually okay. had some co-branded okay. phones um, that have actually yeah. had like their sensor on there. So I would have liked I would right. have liked to have tested like a heat sensor so I could see like where the air conditioning is leaking out of my house and stuff like that. I would have mm-hmm. loved to have been able to test that. That did not come on this particular um, on this particular phone. Um, which was, you know, a little disappointing. Well, that said, most most of the phones that that are that have those features, the more specialized stuff, not necessarily the push to talk, but like the, um, like the FLIR, that the the infrared and 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 like uh, the um other things like that are are more than like the eight hundred to a thousand dollar. And you know, this one keeping think, it down to like yeah. four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, I thought was really impressive. It's a T-Mobile exclusive. Um, so, which I did not mention oh. in the review. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, it is coming to T-Mobile, and I don't know if it's an exclusive, but it, I, I believe it is. I don't. I don't recall the the literature off the top of my head. But it's coming to T-Mobile, whether or not it's exclusive or not. I'm not 100 percent positive. But regardless, right. you know, it is going to be on its carrier. Uh, the the smart button, which is not what they called it, but. That's what TCL calls us, so that's what I'm going to call it. The smart button um, has push to talk capability if you have, I guess, that kind of a plan. Um, oh, but uh, but what I had it set for was the flashlight. I mentioned, you know, hit the double the double press for the flashlight. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, but that was a fun that was a fun phone to test. I I, I very much enjoyed. Um, you know, testing that out and writing about it and, you know, shooting some video of, like, drop tests and stuff like that. You know, that's not the type of stuff I usually get to do. So there's a, just real quickly, since we're talking rugged phones, the one that I thought was really cool, and and it's not, you might have to import it or buy it off of, like, Amazon or something, but it's, you mentioned the brand Doogie uh, before. Um, this phone came out in 2020, but it's the S95 Pro. And what I thought was so cool about it is that it has uh, pogo, uh, pogo pins on the back. It kind of, in fact, array, the pogo pin array kind of looks like what uh, the red phone had, except it's down on the bottom. But much like it basically has modem mods. Um, so it's a modular phone. So it's like a speaker phone and a power mod, like a battery. And I think there were some yeah. other things for it too. Um, that I don't know how many ever got, you know how that goes. Like, you know, they, taught, they, they show about a thousand different. <laughs> modules and then like three get released but that one to me was like the most because i think they talked about having like an infrared Hmm. module like i would love to see something like that from bullet slash cat you know like make a thousand dollar phone that has like comes with like 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 one of those uh you know i think toshiba has the that line of um rugged laptops that they that are mil spec that they sell to the military and some of them are modular where yeah, everything Toshiba kind of pops has out. Yeah, Toshiba has that. Panasonic has that. And, you know, the, the DuraBook that, you know, right, that I tested exactly. was like that, too. DuraBook's the brand, actually, that I was... Uh, where no, Panasonic's line is, yeah. is is similar to that. Anyway, point being, I would love to see... Because I think that, to me, like, Modemons were such a cool idea, right? But I, I don't know how they were, like, appeal-wise to, like, your... But I think people that have these kind of phones probably tend to... Probably. To them Almost certainly. Longer. Because they're for work, right? And and to have those, like, because I'm not sure if if you could lose some of the thickness, and then just like you know, if, 
from like taking off the infrared. I'm going off on a tangent here, but I just I I think that's like a great application for. And actually, uh, the the uh, the S62 does have pogo pins on the back. Um, that they didn't Uh-oh. they didn't talk about really any like extensive line of accessories, but they mentioned like you could pop it onto a charger like that uses the pogo pins. And you know, like one thing that I was pleasantly mm. surprised about was the the S sixty two has wireless charging built into it. Which, uh, which I mean, you almost never yeah, see that. that <laughs> so I thought I was I was kind of impressed with that, but. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun to see what the rugged phone industry is up to these days. Um, I think that's probably like one of those things that I can review, maybe one, maybe two a year. <laughs> um, right. You know, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think, I honestly, and you know, I said this in the review. This is not a phone for me. It's not a phone for you. It's not a phone for probably most of the people that listen to this podcast. You know, it's a phone more for. 20-year-old me who was, like, going camping every weekend and working in construction sites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 40-year-old me wants to be able to take good pictures of my kids. Uh, so. That is, like, a there is, like, a hole in the market, though, that's kind of left by, I guess Samsung still has one, or maybe they don't. But, you know, Samsung used to have the ruggedized version of, the, of their S-Line. And I, and oh, the Active like a, Series, like yeah. AT&T, at least in... The Active Series. I feel like that's kind of missing now, as far as like a, a something like that from one yeah, of the I remember, popular manufacturers that actually has like I the remember testing out what now. was it the S eight Active. It was for Pocket Now, mm-hmm. so that's how far back that goes. Um, and right. on that phone, actually, if I remember correctly, the micro USB port on my unit actually started. Um, uh, started to fail and was like actually burning out cables. <laughs> like when I would plug in a, a cable, it would like overheat and like start to melt. So, um, yeah, whoopsie doodle, you don't want to do that anymore. But it had wireless charging, so I kept it going with the, with the wireless charging. Anyway, so yeah, before I go wandering off looking for another phone, we should probably go ahead and uh, and close this podca- podcast out. So um, um, fortunately, I'm in a position where I actually kind of know what the next month is going to look like. Uh, so should we give like a little preview as to... Uh, What's coming up? Um, so uh, this coming Sunday, we've got um, Helm. We're doing. I'm doing a mini review of the Helm earbuds that I was testing, and I've got an interview with the CEO. That was actually going to be one of my vacation podcasts. Um, uh, we're also going to be doing Cliff. I'm putting you on the spot here. Microsoft Duo mini review coming up this weekend. So Duo. now you have to do it. So now that I've said it, now you have to do it. Um, <laughs> And uh, after that, we've got the TCL 20 Pro 5G reviews coming out. After that, we've got Samsung Unpacked, um, which we're going to go over, you know, all the announcements from Samsung Unpacked. After that, um, I've got the Lenovo Carbon Gen 9 that I'm working on. And Cliff, you actually have a, is it Yoga? What was it? I don't remember the lap. You got a laptop and I got a laptop at the same time. And I think we were going to. Oh, I have the. Yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, Anyway, Cliff and I both have laptops right now. Cliff Cliff and I both have laptops from Lenovo that we need to talk about. So we're probably going to do another like, Mm -hmm. you know, here's my laptop. Here's my laptop um, showcase like we did. Uh, like we did last month. That's right. And then um, finally, at the end of the month, we have a return, a throwback to the very first episode of this podcast. Do you remember what that was? It was Michael Fisher talking about foldables. And Mr. Fisher is coming back at the end of this month to talk about the latest developments in the world of foldables. So basically post-unpacked. Yeah, basically. Well, so yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about unpacked for sure. The unpacked podcast has a different set of guests, um, right. actually. Um, but you know, Michael is generally going to talk about um, you know where foldables are these days, um, getting That's his the Moto Razor fixed. Yeah. Um, 
which uh, there was a video that dropped on that just a couple of days ago, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, so yeah, and that's going to be fun. Um, also, Beyond a Doubt for August this month is going to be Cameron Summerson, who is one of the only tech editors to have ever fired me. So <laughs> That laptop, by the way, is the... That's not going to be awkward. <laughs> not at all. So we're going to talk to Cameron Summerson this month as well. And um, I've actually got a really cool guest lined up for September. So stay tuned for that it's Beyond me. a Doubt episode. It's not. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it could be you. We could we could do a Beyond a Doubt about Cliff. Um, but, uh, you know, you have a pretty good... Stop moving your camera around. <laughs> um, that was unintentional. But no, um, I don't know if um, I don't know if that is if that guest is going to be in September, maybe a little bit later. We haven't nailed down a date yet. Um, but it's somebody I used to work with, um, who is not really in the tech industry, though they kind of are, and she is a she. So it's going to be the first female guest on Beyond a Doubt. So, and it is not Christina Warren. So, <laughs> um, because I know that's probably where Cliff went with that, but. Um, no? Okay. Um, so, uh, but anyway, uh, she has not been on the podcast before, so that'll be, she'll be a, she'll be a newer, but I will say this, and if, if anybody can guess who it is based on this clue, I'll be very impressed. She is a not insignificant reason why this podcast is the way it is. So I'll let you chew on that for a while. But in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and close things out. I want to go ahead and thank um let's let's thank lenovo and thank uh bullet group and thank uh hank hank adams from rise gardens and thank i'm missing somebody oh tcl uh for the uh various devices and interviews that we had this month and i want to thank cliff for coming on and chatting with me for the past hour but most of all and as always i want to thank you for listening and for giving me the benefit of the doubt